Shavong, how do you say your last name? Talapaka. Is it? Yes. Simple. That's what I guessed. Everyone gets my last name right. No one gets my first name right. The first time I heard you referenced was by Zach Jeffrey. Oh, sure. And you were like in class and he just referenced now if this person with their leverage and this person with their leverage, he was doing that kind of thing. Sure, sure. And he said your name and I didn't look to who it was. Not that that necessarily matters, but yeah, I yeah. figured it was a Frenchman. What, what, did, what did he say? Chavong, you know. Oh, know. did it he? Sounded, it sounded like French. I'm surprised because for the longest time he called me Chavang because... Yeah, like I do. Do you, do you call me that? I don't yeah. even notice anymore. I don't even notice anymore. I he So if he didn't know how to say my name because I never corrected him for like the first probably like five months I knew the guy. And then I corrected him and yeah. then he just kept saying it to troll me. Right. But um, yeah, I mean my whole life like substitute teachers and people who'd like say my name off of like a sheet of paper that they read for whatever reason. It was always Shivang or excuse me, it's always Shivang or Shivang or some crazy Ooh, variation. Shivang, I like that. Shivang, yeah. When you ra- that's when you raise your hand just go, it's Tom. Just call me Tom. I used to like, I used to, there was a, there's a point, uh, that I would not respond. And then at the very end, I'd be like, you never said my name. And they'd be like, oh, I did. I was like, yeah, but my name's not Shivang. <laughs> <laughs> That's a song. Shivang, Shivang. Oh, baby. Yeah. Well, she moves. What's she that moves. guy's name again? I don't know, bro. Yeah. Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin. The man. No, is it? Yeah. Ricky Martin. Oh, all right. I think it's Shibang though. That, yeah. No shit. Yeah. Shivang, I want to talk to you about your great wisdom and many years of experience in jiu-jitsu yeah is let's that, do is it is that wrong uh not entirely that's years of, is correct but uh years many and great wisdom or how, how many years you've been doing jiu-jitsu uh a little over two a little over see two. that's not years that's it's plural dude yeah two is i know plural. i know but like you know what i'm saying no, 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 no. I totally agree. No, that's not like a considerable amount yeah. of time in jiu-jitsu. And partly because you and I are roughly at the same point. Mm-hmm. You're ahead of me time-wise, but you're young and interested in competing, and I'm an old has-been who's doing it because it's fun. Sure, sure. So I figure there could be an interesting dynamic in this conversation just based on that. Yeah, yeah. You I like, mean, You like competing in jiu-jitsu? That's why you do it? Right. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, I will say this. I do it because I like it. I love it. You know, so that's like number one. I actually try to remind myself of that as much as I can, especially when when things get like tough because things get tough all the time. Right. Like, you know, training gets hard or like competing is stressful. Being an athlete is a difficult thing. So if I can, I always try to like put it in perspective and bring it back to, okay, I do this because I like it. You know, I do this because at the end of the day, jujitsu is something that is like woven into the fiber of my being at this point you know like it's like my favorite thing in the world and um everything else is you know more or less fluff but yeah no as far as like you know on a more practical standpoint uh, yeah that's competing and um yeah you can't let the grind of of the training of it let your own drive interfere with your own interests exactly 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 how many times have you competed uh maybe about a dozen yeah really no maybe like Ten, somewhere around somewhere 10. around there though. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, see, I got a big fat goose egg. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> you know what a goose egg is? I, I have zero. I have done zero. Oh God. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, no, I've heard that. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was talking about a condition I have. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what you were referencing when you said goose egg. <laughs> That's good. Ryan Podbaum was trying to get you to compete. I right? know everybody does that to everybody. In fairness, you know, you never don't catch flack. 
even you know just once in a while about having to go and compete yeah 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 i I, think i think most people that you and i train with probably have or do or intend to compete like as i picture the room Mm -hmm. pretty much everybody in there has competed or is gonna you know even if they're new to it that's kind of their their vibe yeah that's fair and i think um i think it's like a natural sort of like thought progression right you this thing where people get competitive and there's like an outlet to satisfy that competitive need right um so also just a measuring stick for what the interest is exactly the best measuring stick the ultimate measuring stick totally if i didn't just turn on the jets one time against somebody else that was doing it exactly exactly yeah yeah so no yeah i think you're right about that i think most people in that room have competed in jiu-jitsu for definitely something in their life but you know namely specifically jiu-jitsu i think most of them have at least if you're a blue belt and at m theory i would i would i would venture to say that they've probably competed at least once that's offensive I'm roughly a blue belt. Well, you you'll do it though, right? I mean, ah man, come on, dog. You know, come on, dog. I, you know, we're here to talk about you competing, you young. <laughs> I will say though, before that, um, I remember you saying on Ryan's uh, yeah. episode that um, you've competed in a bunch of things in your life, right? Yeah. You threw yeah. and you did strongman and powerlifting, and you know the one thing in your life, jujitsu, that you can just kind of go and do and learn and. I just don't want to be like a competitor in this. I don't blame you. I think that makes complete sense. Right. It it definitely was a like I it, I I I started doing jujitsu in a dramatically different mindset than I started most other things. Sure, sure. That most other things that were attached to competition or whatever. Mm-hmm. In that I was excited to be the new guy, excited to not know shit. Yep. You know, I knew nothing, clearly, obviously. Even if you know a little bit, you still know nothing. Yeah, right? totally, totally. Uh, and then just doing it for the sake of doing it, where everything else I ever got into, it was like, okay, I need to be the absolute best at this I can right off the bat. And it was it was awesome and has been awesome to not have the pressure of it. Yes, 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 totally. I think that's a youth thing. I don't have my youth anymore. Okay. No, I'm asking you. Oh, 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 yeah, no, yeah, no, totally. I think uh, also just getting old, man, mid thirties. Is that <laughs> it? We're done. I mean, like you said, competing is uh, there's like a level of pressure associated yeah. with that, right? Obviously, and uh, I think it's a, a good, lot of the, good pressure, though. Good pressure. That's how good you pressure. get really good at something. You're driven to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And sometimes I think that like competing can take the fun out of something. Mm-hmm. I really like to fish, right? And if I actually now that I think about it, going and doing a competition that'd be kind of fun, but. To like, <laughs> but maybe it is a youth thing. Actually, maybe you're right. But I, I you know, I, I would, I would say that, um, I to be to think that I would want to like go and like really try hard and to win this fishing competition is like I don't know. I like to fish. I like to be outside, you know, and I like to obviously do the act of fishing with my buddies in a relaxed environment, right? So it's yeah to like bring a competi- bring competition into that. Um, I could see totally why that would why that would ruin it. I knew, I, in fact, I uh, I've done a couple of powerlifting meets, as you know. Yeah. Two. And there's a guy uh, I went to a gym in Burnsville, Southside Athletic. Southside, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to those guys, cool dudes. Sure, one of yeah. the better gyms in the state. Oh, you think who, who, so? Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Who's the guy? Jared. Yeah, Jared and Joel. No and Joel, yeah, 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 cool guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what about him? Oh no, I was just saying that um, when I was there, there was a guy. He was like really short dude stocky really strong and um 
ridiculously strong. I, I was I was thinking, I was like, yeah, dude, do you like to like you know do you like do meats or whatever? And he's like, nah, man, it just takes the fun out of it for me. And I remember thinking like. Like what? Why would you do this if you didn't compete? <laughs> yeah, well, isn't that the point? <laughs> what's, yeah, what's yeah, the po- yeah. what's the point of coming here working if you're not gonna go sure, sure. test it against somebody else? So yeah, no. But as like uh, I guess now looking back, I get it. You know, it's just you just want to come in here, you want to get stronger, and you want to, you know, you, you know, you don't, you don't, you don't have to put the pressure on yourself. Yeah, I enjoy doing the training. I enjoy the net result, the fitness of it, both like sure. lifting and jujitsu. Sure. I enjoy the fact that I could theoretically handle myself a little better in a fight in a fight mm-hmm. and that's the end of it for a lot of people i think that's totally cool seems healthy but oh, also yeah. i think the point that has been brought up by a few people but specifically ryan potterbaum was how do you really know how good at it you are you know yeah yeah it's fair too yeah yeah i think uh, you got to take it on a case-by-case basis a lifelong competitor like yourself you know who's done it so much. Yeah, is it, does, it, does, it see, does it sound nice to say, like, yeah, you should still do it, you know, at every belt level? Yeah, yeah, and should you? Yeah, maybe, but... Well, I already missed white belt, so am I just fucked then? Is no, it, no, Like, dude, I didn't no. start the trend no, like, it's at not every like that. belt level, so screw it, right? No, it's not like that. It's not I think, like that. I think that sounds like a good justification, though. <laughs> not like to it. Ryan. Don't tell no. Ryan he's not going to take it. Oh, God. <laughs> so, like, 10, 12 times you've competed. You're pretty good. I've only been around for one of your tournaments. I think only it was only there one time. Which tournament was that? Um, I don't remember. Oh, <laughs> I I left with what turned out to be a, a tooth infection, and I did like the urgent care thing. Shortly, I started not feeling good, and I just bailed because oh, wow. I just showed up to take some photos and stuff just casually. Okay, <laughs> and I remember leaving. I mean, like, man, I don't feel good. Ah, screw it. I'm going home. And then I was in the emergency room or the urgent care shortly thereafter. Anyway, yeah. uh, you won a few matches? Yeah, I won a few matches here and there for sure. You got, you got like a record in your head? No, no. That's, I, not, a, that's not a thing people do in jiu-jitsu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Weird. that's weird to me. Is that weird to you? If I competed, I would know exactly how many times I've been tapped, how many taps I had, how many oh times gosh. I won by points. I don't know. Maybe that's part of why I'm not leaning toward competition because it becomes this like, you know, sports. I game. think there are better things to quantify than win loss ratio in jujitsu and tap to not tap ratio. Sure. Tell me about it. Yeah. So like, you know, the, obviously, you know, like the, I don't want to use the word cliche, but the, you know, the thing, the thing in jujitsu is like, you know, you, uh, you get to start over, right? Like if Ryan Potterbaum or whoever, Kevin, Ethan, Marcus, all the, you know, some savage somewhere. Yeah, exactly. You You know, he he chokes you out and you get to like, you know, tap his body a couple of times and be like, okay, let's start over. I screwed up, whatever. Let's start over. Um, to keep a running count of that in your head is I would, I would argue is unhealthy. Well, I I meant just from tournaments. Like I said, what's what's your win loss record? And I've asked that of a number of people because it's like a cultural thing in jujitsu. They don't seem to know. Yeah. I would say. I I could tell you how I fared. I I would take some digging at this point, but I could tell you my sort of strongman record, like second places, third places, you know, and that goes back forever. It's just maybe how I think about things. I don't know. Yeah. and, and And I guess I know I could tell you each tournament that I've done and like what place I got. And I'd probably tell you a little bit about each match and whatnot, but I... I would even I, w- I would still say that it's probably unhealthy to like keep a running count in your head of stuff like that because sometimes you know for some people like me who has zero talent. <laughs> I was gonna uh, say, hmm. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> so, like, so, so somebody like me, you know, you got to lose a lot before you win. For sure. You got to lose a lot. And to keep that count yeah. in your head is, like, is like a, like a crime against your, like, optimism, you know? Like, yeah, it, yeah. I, I hear what you're saying. I feel like still I would rather, if I had 100 losses and two wins, for me, for my brain, this is maybe just individual psychology or whatever, but knowing that I tacked on a third win, I would need to know that. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I, I would, I'd be okay with knowing how shit my record is mm-hmm. if it also meant I got to more accurately measure when it wasn't so shit. I, I guess I guess that's fair. Different, and also the numbers mindset, are, though, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the but the numbers are pretty skewed in that in that scenario, right? It's like you have a hundred. You said like a hundred losses and like yeah. two wins, right? Yeah. Uh, actually, that reminds me. Like, um, I grew up, or excuse me, when growing up, I did some wrestling uh, in uh, like middle school and high school. Um, is that a humble brag? Uh, in fact, I will I will tell you what is really humbling about that is that uh, <laughs> I it took me like three years to win a match. I still remember the match. I have a picture from the match at yeah. the very end. All my buddies on the side were going nuts. They were just going crazy. It was the first time I won. It was like year three of wrestling, right? I yeah. was just trash. Like, it was horrible. And I finally won against, like, you know, I don't mean to say anything bad about him, but pretty scrubby kid, you know, scrubbier than me. Sure. And uh, <laughs> that's pretty scrubby, man. But um, So a loser finally got matched up with a big enough loser so they could win. Right, yeah, <laughs> totally, dude. And, um, yeah, you know, and, you know, in, 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 that's, in that sense, yeah, you know, like when once I did win that, then the number got important. It was like, yeah, it's my first win. Okay, I'm, now, now I'm searching for my second one. I'm searching for my third one. So I, I guess I can see that, you know, if you've had such a bad record and then you want to, like, yeah. now take uh, take advantage of each – uh, win from here on out to kind of emphasize, you know, your the good that's happened. Right. Um, seems seems to me the type of person that would be so damn depressed and beaten down by the loss column probably would have quit anyhow. Yeah. Yep. Uh, no. Know, totally. I, totally. I mean, totally. Uh, totally. Yeah. I think. Uh, I think you gotta kind of. You gotta kind of be pretty dumb too to just like lose a lot and then just want to keep doing it. <laughs> and I've never, I've never been, uh, I've never been accused of being smart. So uh, yeah, yeah. I think there's something dumb's that's how I would phrase it. Maybe not how <laughs> smart people who thought about this stuff would phrase it. But like, I, I know exactly what you mean. Like sooner or later, you just go, why don't you just fucking move on to something else? Exactly. No, but totally. That sort of cripples you as to you know what great greatness might be out in front of you that you just haven't been able to surf into yet. Sure, sure, sure. And honestly, that wasn't even the what was going through my head when I was wrestling. You know, it was just kind of like there's this thing that I did that I really liked, and I liked you know some of the people on the team. Yeah, yeah. And I just kept doing it, and I had this idea in my head that yeah, you know, maybe eventually I'll win something, or even you know, maybe I'll never win anything. But you know, this is kind of fun, and I get to have fun with my buddies, and we get to like eat food on the bleachers together, so it's cool. Uh, but you know, you work at something long enough, uh, and you know, you're gonna you're gonna get something out of it. You know, right? Um, even if it's just knowing you're shit at wrestling. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it was. At least that. you know, most people don't know. Yeah, that's a whole that, different that's, problem. That, I think that's like the the key point of all this. Like, what, what the fuck is sports and competing? Who cares fundamentally? Yeah, but like, it's you know, it's that. Uh, how much can you really know about yourself if you've never been in a fight? Same kind of thing. If if I haven't mm-hmm. taken on a task, something that seemed huge, I had to train for it for nine months or ten years or whatever. Mm-hmm. And even if I fail, they still know more about myself and the thing you know than you do yeah exactly exactly uh caitlin um caitlin young you've obviously had her on there yeah. she uh she said like you got to have like a really high tolerance for failure 
right? And um, just in like sports and especially like fight sports, you know, where everything, like, everything. That's a life thing. Everything. Isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I um, yeah. So maybe uh, maybe I just have like a high tolerance for failure, or I like <laughs> you're getting good at it. Yeah, I'm getting. The, I'm pretty. I'm and, getting pretty good at failing. Well, yeah. And I mean, that's that's a we say it jokingly, but you got you have to be good at failing. Yeah, yeah. If if you ain't good at failing, you won't. You don't show up. You don't do the thing, and you never win. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's like um, that kind of goes into the whole thing about like people with like tons of talent. You know, on the other side of the spectrum that yeah. have um, you know, they just like win a lot at first, and maybe they just like know they they just kind of get it right. Whatever the endeavor might be, like like I don't know, like math or chess or jujitsu or throwing or football. Um, they just kind of get it in the beginning, and then when they start to like feel like a little bit of uh, resistance, yeah, adversity and it's like, kicks in. Yeah. yeah, then it's like, what? No, I don't like this. It was so easy beforehand, you know. And then now it's now it's hard. Versus like if you don't have all that, and then it's just like hard all the time. And but you like it enough because so you're just willing to keep doing it. Um, I think yeah, I think there's a, there's a lot to say about about that. Totally. There, there's a a pair of sisters. Um, who came out to the first powerlifting meet I ever brought clients to. I don't remember. We talked about which ones you did years ago, and I don't think this was one of them, but I remember uh, talking to both of them about if they would do it because they were just, you know, clients from the gym or, or members at the gym, people we knew, and they came out to check it out and cheer for whoever was lifting that day. And the one was like, yeah, sure, this seems cool, like just sort of blindly open to it, you know. She had been mediocre done okay-ish done poorly at some other things and was just like yeah this could be fun let's let's give it a shot and the other sister said something like uh well what am I gonna have to lift to win and I was like well I, you know it's kind of tough to so I pulled up like some records and some results from a previous meet and just her you know age and weight category and whatever and she's like well if I'm not gonna win I don't want to do it oh wow okay and never did yeah, yeah. And this, the other sister did, and, you know, at like five foot one, went on to squat like 270 pounds. Oh, wow. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, she's yeah. like a mom of two. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. But yeah. she's squatting damn near 300 pounds in a competition. Yep. And the same thing would have happened to the sister. Mm-hmm. But what held her back was like, mm, I'm not going to be immediately good at this, so I'm not going to bother. And the other one went and sucked and sucked and sucked, you know, in like a general sense. And then suddenly it was okay because training over time, you know what I mean? Like totally, the, the, totally. the difference was one said, well, I won't be good the first time I do it. So I'm not going to. And the other one said, well, let's try this out and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. That's Just too bad, isn't it? Super too bad. Cause the other yeah. one prop was younger and didn't have the kids. Yep. You know, yeah, had, yeah. had had you know layers of probably advantage over the sister that did it, and mm-hmm. probably would have done better. Mm-hmm. Like just speaking in generalities, but doesn't matter. Yeah, because she never did it in the first place, right? Yeah. So no, uh, totally no. I uh, yeah, and, and you know, honestly, like it, it like breaks my heart sometimes. Maybe because maybe this is out of jealousy, <laughs> but uh, when I see like people who have like a ton of talent, you know, and yeah. are clearly like, man, you could be so good at this. But don't take advantage of it for the wrong reasons. Not because it's like, ah, this just isn't like way I, the way I want to like take my life. But it's more so like, oh, but this is hard, or like I have to do, you know, this, this, and this in order to achieve, 
you know, the things that yeah. I could achieve, but they just aren't willing to do it because it's hard. That's just really too bad. Yeah. Well, and even, even if it is just, that's eh, not really my thing. That's not how I want to roll. Still, fuck you, bro. I like, have, I've you know, thought that too, but you can't I think, like you technically hate on them. Yeah, you know, exactly. Live yep, your yep. life however you want. But yep, at the yep, same yep. time, what? Because I'm sort of the personality, and that little story about the sisters and what I'm about to say sort of negates my arguments about not wanting to compete in jujitsu. Yeah. But I'm sort of the personality is once I learn of a thing, I'm immediately curious and I want to know what I can know about it, and then I'm like, well, that's cool. Can you do better than that? And like everything turns into like a five year. Let's try that out. <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah, you know yeah. What I mean, it, it's weird to me to be like, "Wow, I kind of have a knack for this." Anyway, I'm gonna move on with my life. Like the second I realize I have a knack, no, or an totally, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, in. yeah. So yeah, also fuck them for that purpose <laughs> too. You know, I'm not gonna officially hate on anybody for just choosing what they want to spend their time on. But yeah, ugh. yeah. If I ever uh, find something that I have a knack for, uh, I'd, I'd hope I did did it the same way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't forget to get good at it. Yeah, exactly. But no, I, I get, I dig it. I dig it. You know, you got, you gotta be, you gotta be curious. You gotta keep your curiosity open a little bit and you know, you see something that maybe you, uh, are, you know, whatever in your brain or body that you're more inclined to. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Why, why not venture into that a little bit and see what, uh, what it is you can do. Well, so tell me about a tournament that you've done. Sure. Like what was the last tournament you did? Yeah, so the last tournament I did was in Wisconsin, in Wisconsin. Just, just Dells. a few weeks ago, right? Uh yeah, it's coming up maybe maybe like a couple months. At this oh, point. was it that far? Oh. Yeah, yeah, I know it seems pretty pretty recently. <laughs> yeah, that was actually that was actually a good one for me. I um, so it was the first one I did. So a couple of reasons it was really good. It was the first one I did since after COVID. Uh, it was a local tournament, just in you know like a yeah. grappling industries tournament. I went there, so I, I kind of got the you know the taste of competing again after you know however long a year almost a year actually because f- last february was the last time that i that i had competed oh before. wow yeah so it'd been almost a year how, how does that affect you going into it knowing that you just might not be like you've been rolling and training and stuff but like i mean a year without legit squaring off man i'd feel rusty yeah yeah you know, there, there there was there were some um I had some, I had some misgivings about that for sure. Like, oh man, it's been so long. Like now I got to get myself, back. but, uh, that's all like fluff, man. That's all like a bunch of non bag of tricks. Your brain's playing on you. Just go do it. You know, like, well, sure. Yeah. 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 But if, I mean, you can tell yourself whatever you want, but if there's still some hesitations of misgiving or whatever, you know, it, it is what it is in reality, no matter what narrative you feed yourself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It would yeah. be for me. I'd be like, nah, man, I'm going to just go do this. But then in the back of my brain, I'd be like, yeah, but no, I def I definitely did feel that way. I definitely feel like, or definitely felt like, man, yeah. it's been a while. Like, and then that that also brought up the nerves a little bit too. Sure. Uh, you know, how'd it go? It, it, it's a while. it went well. It went really well. I uh, I went there to gi and no gi. Which one do you do? Is it standard that they do one of those before the other one? Usually it's the gi first. Yeah. Usually yeah, that's how it gi goes. And then no gi is afterwards. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so I had my gi matches first. Um, I had six in each one, so I ended up having 12 matches that day, which was great. Damn. Yeah. I was getting your money's worth, if nothing else. Oh, for sure. It was a, it was a long day. It was a long day. It's worth the gas. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, uh, you know, I had those gi matches and, um, it went really well. Fought a kid, uh, in the finals of the gi, um, bracket that, uh, went to the quarterfinals of pans that, you know, just that, the same yeah. pans last yeah. year. And, um, and it's the mass match before placing, right? So it's, it's kind of a big deal to get that far. I fought him and I got uh, lost by ref's decision, which, um, you know, a loss, but I mean, there's more to it than that, right? Like I, I this kid who was really good has been doing jujitsu since he was a child. Sure. Uh, I came in there and, you know, I, 
I gave him a tough time. Couldn't score any points on me. Um, and, you know, he, he, he got it based on, uh, based on decision, but I was, I was very happy with that. I was really happy. It gave me an opportunity to really see like how I, how I racked up against like a good kid, you know? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Did you start standing? You, oh, every match starts standing. <laughs> every match starts standing. What happens after that is, you know. <laughs> Even if you just sit down. Oh yeah. I will always sit down. Is that, is that, I mean, how'd you play that guy? What, tell me about the match. Actually, funny enough, he pulled before I did. <laughs> so, uh. Um, yeah, so all the matches I, I pulled first, but this guy pulled before me. So it was a lot of uh, me trying to pass his guard. Got a pretty, got a few pretty close uh, pass attempts. Um, then uh, I think I almost passed his guard, and then he turtled, and then I went to go try to take his back, and I kind of slipped off. Um, and then I was playing guard, and that's not points, by the way, because he turtled. Uh, but um, uh, so... Yeah, then I played guard a little bit. Couldn't couldn't sweep him or anything. Uh, then the match ended. The match ended, and uh, yeah, they gave it to him. Uh, Marcus was coaching me actually, and he said that you know, as far as like in an IBJJF tournament, as far as uh, advantages are concerned, we probably would have been pretty tied in advantages as well. Sure, so sure. it could have really gone either way. Um, came back and beat him nogi though. Beat him. In oh nogi. really? Oh okay. yeah. I was very very happy about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So. All data points included. That's a positive day, then, right? Oh, for sure. No, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> I love your. I just love your face when you're like. Uh, <laughs> what's next? Dude? Yeah. Uh, what What's your favorite part about going and doing a jujitsu tournament? Oh, okay. Yeah. So you, you put in a lot of time in the gym. I put it. You know, yeah, we, I put it. We, we talked about that even just here. Like you're into this. You like this. Yes, yes, yes. And you're there all the damn time. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. What do you like about competing in jujitsu? Yeah, it's good. You know, like we said, you know, it's a good, like the ultimate test, right? So we have um, this opportunity to try really hard in the gym and fine tune all of our, um, you know, all the techniques we like to use and make our game airtight or close to airtight, and then you get to go out and see how it racks up against uh, other people. Um, and that's really what uh, – and winning feels great. I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> I haven't won many times, but uh, winning feels great. I was going to say, who told you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, like uh, – and, and to be – being good at something, being good at something enough that you can, you know, kind of get the upper hand on another person is a great feeling, you know. Um, and a, there's a carnal thing there being able to control and dominate another person. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And in, in anything, even if yeah. you're just playing Mario Kart, man, sure, like winning sure. is, feels awesome. So, um, yeah, I really like that. But also let's not conflate what we're talking about here. You're talking about grabbing another grown ass man and <laughs> yeah, doing what yeah. you want to that person. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's, that's a different level than fucking Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It is. Be. For sure. For sure. I, um, and I, and I do like, you know, the preparation leading to the tournament as well. Obviously, you know, like the pants camp and like all of the, like the drilling that I do to kind of fix my mistakes and, um, you know, wh whatever happens prior to the tournament is obviously like great. It's super fun. Um, and then the tournament itself, you know, I'm really interested also in the kind of person that I become in the process of doing it. So like, you know, even if I, even if I don't, cause Competing is scary, man. I still think it's scary. I'm just just like I'm just like a timid guy, you know, that like grew up not playing sports and like get bullied a bunch, and so like you know the the fact that I go out and I can go do that and be like, yeah, you know, like Shvong, you know, like that kid, you know, he went out and he's just doing it. Like 
I feel like I'm growing as a person, which um, yeah, which I which is important to me, which is important to me too. How do you do? You have any comparison? It's been a few years, but can you compare doing a powerlifting meet to like a jujitsu tournament in terms of like the psychology of it? Like how yes, they feel? yeah, totally. So I was thinking about this actually earlier today. The nerves in a powerlifting meet actually help. Like it makes it like I feel like I can. I don't know. It's weird. Maybe this is you know something I can kind of explore in my own brain. But the nerves help me lift the weight better. Seems like. Versus like if, if you weren't nervous, you'd feel almost too relaxed. Like it's there's the fight or flight thing wasn't being in play. Yeah, yeah, and maybe maybe yeah. it also has to do with the fact that I'm like you said not fighting another human being. But you know, sure. I go up there and everyone's watching me, and you know, it's like it's nerve wracking. And then you grab the bar and you you know deadlift or squat or whatever, and you, it feels like it because it feel, it always ends up feeling really light. You know. Yeah, like the, the lightest rep you do if you're doing it right is at the tournament or is at the meet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> the heaviest shit you lifted in terms of perception was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. So so in in, in that sense, it's uh it's it's different. The the nerves in jujitsu, I maybe I haven't totally figured out how to make them help. Uh in in the beginning, in the beginning they were definitely a detriment. And especially in wrestling when I was younger, um, the nerves would just like make me like physically weak and like you know what I mean? Like I felt like almost like arms were like jelly, you know, and I didn't huh. feel, yeah, it was just weird. Like it that is weird. really messed with my head. Yeah. Um, and I've seen the fear, you know, of, uh, kind of getting humiliated in front of everybody, which I think is like normal. Um, but again, it goes, to, I think it's got to go to that, that carnal thing of, it's one thing to stand in front of a group of people and not be able to pick up that bar. That's another thing to have another grown ass man choke you out. Right. In yeah. In front of your friends and family. Yeah. You know, yeah. Or whatever. I try not to think about it like that, you know? It's just kind of like... Um, Sorry. No, no, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> no, because I know a lot of people do think about it like yeah. that, but maybe maybe that I... It's not that I try not to. I, like, just don't, you know? And I try not to let that get in my head either because, sure. obviously, that's another point of stress. But it's just like a game, man, you know? We're, we both have, like, a strategy for the game, and we just see whose works that day, right? right. Like, that's just what it is. And, and choking and trying to, you know, hyperextend each other's limbs or you know, the, the way to win, but still like, it's just, I just, it's just like a game. It's just a game. Yeah. Nobody's actually going to get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, and I, and I, and I, and I don't, time. I don't feel like, like, Oh, another grown man, like choked me in front of like my mom or my dad or something. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't think about it like that. Yeah. Like, now you do just a little bit because <laughs> I phrased it that way. <laughs> just a little, it's going to be in there now. Sometimes I hear what like, um, like, you know, like the, like, like the pre-fight interviews and the, for the UFC and stuff, the kind of stuff that they say, mm-hmm. It's kind of the uh, statements that John Jones has made. It's like, man, that's like, it's like, like uh, the thing about making DC his girlfriend. I was like, dude, what is going on? I don't know. I don't like this. I don't like this at all. Yeah, I, none, none of them have anything on Tyson when he went off meds and was pissed at a press conference. You may be a little young to see that. Tyson I have shit. seen that video. I've seen Which that. one? I'm is it the straight jacket one? There's all kinds of options. Dude was a wild man. Yeah, I've seen the video of uh, somebody saying they should put him in a straight jacket, and then his response to that, which was, you know, I'll fuck you till you love me or whatever. Oh my that, gosh, that's a yeah. different one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all they're all theater now. He was a legitimate psychopath. Yeah, I, th- I think Con- he, I think Connor, he had some Connor's back a WWE star, just in the UFC. Yeah, yeah. He's a damn good fighter. I, you know, mm-hmm. nobody's gonna question that. But very that. clever when it comes but to the, the, yeah, the that's a theater thing. That's the show. Right, none yeah. of those guys. There's a couple of them, but none of them largely want to kill anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a couple sure. maybe in there. For sure, for sure. 
I don't, I don't, you know, I've thought about that too. Like if I were to do like an, like an MMA fight and if that was, you know, which I will never do, but let's just say in some other universe, Siobhan does an MMA fight and there's like a pre-fight conference or, you know, whatever. And there's like crap talking. It would be an absolute train wreck. I would, I, I, that is just not there, my personality. There's one in me neither. I'd be like, Hey man, I hope you have a good fight. I hope I have a good fight. You know? Yeah, exactly. There's yeah. one guy that's n- notoriously, hilariously terrible at it. Do you know who that is? I think I know who you're talking about. His, yeah, uh, his clips are Hispanic all Hispanic guy? I don't remember, bro. But I've heard the clips, and it's just, don't let that guy, don't let him uh, talk. He, uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a Hispanic guy that fought Cody Garbrandt uh, a little while ago. I'm not super up to date with all the UFC stuff. Same. So Same. Yeah, so, but yeah, so there's this one, you know, conference that I saw. That um, and Cody Garbrandt was saying all kinds of crazy stuff, and then that guy was like, you know, he's just not good at it. He's like, you know, I'll get better at it as time goes on, you know, afterwards. But he <laughs> he's, he said something about, you know, I, I will say though, I really like your car, <laughs> your Lamborghini oh, yeah. is cool, man. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. I remember that too. <laughs> I'm like, good for that guy, that, man. But that's even just better. Like, all these guys are doing the Connor thing now, all this shouting and shit talking. Be the dude that's up there, like, man, where'd you get those sneakers? Bro? Yeah. <laughs> There's some charm tomorrow in the ring, you know? Yeah. Uh, how, what about the preparation for a sport like powerlifting compared to jujitsu? Oh my God. Clearly the activities are different. Yeah. I no knock on powerlifting obviously, but just boring. Yes, it is. Oh yeah. So boring. I, Chad Wesley Smith one time said, this is what, this is when I knew like, yeah, this is just not my, my, Mm -hmm. my jam is when he said something along the lines of, you know, I'm okay with just being like bored out of my mind, doing the same thing and like hating training or something. I think it was something about being bored yep. like for nine yeah, months yeah. for meet day, you know, and then meet day I lift what I need to lift. I'm, I'm okay with it. And I remember thinking, I am not. Sure. I am not okay with that. Um, well, yeah, you got, you got three lifts compared to an ocean of movements and positions that is jujitsu. Yeah, yeah. You know, you definitely landed in the right spot. And it's mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you can do all these accessory mo- motions and different variations and pull sumo, pull conventional, all that stuff. Right, right. But it doesn't even scratch the surface of the depth you see with jujitsu. And I think yeah, that's, yeah. It, you know, it's again personality types, psychology types. Like, if I if I can find a singular focus and and just focus on sharpening that specific blade for ten years, then that's going to be a sport for me. Right. You'll have that element in jujitsu. It seems like. But you're you're sharpening a blade in a room full of blades. There's a lot of blades to to play with. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think and I think that's what uh, you know largely is uh, attractive for me in jujitsu too. Yeah. Is that so, like much. so much? Yeah, right. yeah. You what, do you, can, what do you do? What's your style? You got a game? I don't have a game, bro. You don't have a game? You no, have a game? No, man. Of course you do. You like you play guard? I talk some shit. <laughs> you have a jujitsu game? If you're a blue belt, dude. Of course you do. Huh? You have a couple of moves that you like, right? I'm working on it. Well, what I'm are the couple moves? No, you I'm like? asking you. What's yours? <laughs> Let's see what you say. Yeah, so give, I like give me time to think of something. Okay, I mean. fair enough. So yeah, I like I like playing guard. I like playing. I like to sit. You know, it's <laughs> nice and such and comfortable down there. I spent a lot of time on my back in wrestling, so it was uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> it was just pretty natural. <laughs> you, got, you still got the calluses back. Yeah, there. exactly, uh-huh. exactly. So it was natural to play guard. So, yeah, so you pull guard, you sit down, and then you tangle up. Tell me, tell me what you do to me. Yeah, so I like uh, like doing like the Baron Bolo game. It's kind of like the mm-hmm. bread and butter of my my jujitsu. Um, 
uh, on the top, I guess I like doing uh, like Toriando type, you know, like very like m- movement oriented passes, right? With a lot of space. So I'm not really like a, like a smash pass. Kind of guy. Yeah. yeah. It's not really my thing. Um, I mean, here and there, but I like, I like being dynamic a little bit more, you know, like the freedom of movement is kind of my, you know, I feel like that's where I, uh, thrive. Um, but yeah, dude, I, um, I've, I've been expanding my game a little bit, uh, as of recently, uh, you know, people start to get wise to the things that you do. So you kind of have to, well, yeah, that's the game. Isn't yeah, it? exactly. Exactly. So, but, you ha- so you're, you're going to sit down you're going to, you're going to weave in and bear and bowl me. Then what? Ideally. Well, ideally. Oh, ideally, yeah. I what's, the, what's the sequence? What's your finish? All the way to the end. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I sit, you know, I yeah. uh, do the burn bolo, take the back, and yeah. then uh, do, like, a collar choke from the back would be, I guess, the, you know, if I were to kind of lay it out move by move, that'd, sure, be, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. that'd be the ideal scenario for sure. What makes burn bolo hard to execute on people? Oh, my gosh, yeah. I'm leading up to, I want you to teach me to be a 300-pound Barambolo guy. Yes, yes. And you and other to. people, like, let's let's get together and drill it. But yes. we're going we're gonna to finish there. So Sure, sure. What, what, what's the biggest challenge playing that? Because I've never dabbled, you know, not really the, the, yeah, the prototypical yeah. body type to play that. So so it's, the difficulty in the Barambolo is that, like, there's just so much. You know, it's almost like there's jujitsu, and then there's, like, this jujitsu within jujitsu. That is the Baron Bolo. You know, there's like so much that, so much that can happen, and then all the solutions to those problems that they give you. And you know, if you know, fundamentally, it's not natural. You know, like for for a human to go upside down and to try to like take somebody's back in that manner is like very unnatural. So I, um, yeah, the, the difficulty is um, a lot in the amount of variations that there are, and honestly being humble and taking what they give you rather than forcing because that's that's something that I struggled with a lot you know like I just wanted it I want to take the back I want to take the back I want to take the back they're giving me something else you know like there's a clear road to something and I know that there's a clear road to something else but I was just so like uh, hell-bent on taking the back right that I kind of uh, lost touch of lost touch with what you know what I need to do. You know, um, so well, yeah. If you've drilled a back take starting from Barambolo for X number of hours a week for X number of weeks, I, I could see one just out of habit trying to go that direction and kind of creating blind spots. But then two, just as an ego thing, like no nah, man, I've been fucking working on this. This is what I want to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would say I would say it's more so the ego thing because obviously when people think of the Barambolo think of taking the back, right? And that's like the ideal ideal outcome as you do the bear and bull and you take the back. But uh, it doesn't always happen that way. You know, people don't necessarily give you that uh, all the time. And uh, anybody who's like good at the bear and bull will, will tell you like that uh, you can't force those things, you know? You can't force uh, force an outcome. You can through trickery, right? But um, that takes like a lot of experience, you know? Um, and honestly, honestly, Trying to force something that's not there versus getting on top and getting two points, you know, yeah. there's like a, there's like a sort of logical considerations you have to make. You know, just get two points, man. For sure. Yeah. Why couldn't you uh, sweep me last weekend? You're really big and really strong, dude. But what, <laughs> what did you need to do differently, though? Yeah, it's a good question. So I suppose strong uh, didn't have nothing to do with it. I'm just just heavy in that spot. I could, you know, I wasn't even fighting you. It was just like. You should have taken me down. 
Yeah. So I guess, uh, look at, looking back on that experience, if I could, uh, if I could have found a way to kind of get you to catch your balance just a little bit more, obviously you're heavy, right? But, uh, yeah. you know, the phrase goes, so the what? bigger they are, the harder they fall. Right. right? Yeah. It's a long way down, brother. Do it. Right. Exactly. So, um, I guess looking back on that experience, if I could, uh, if I could have found a more creative way to, uh, get you to kind of catch your balance and, and, you know, in that moment, start to tickle that a little bit more and catch your balance a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more until I get ahead of you. And then I could have, you know, maybe, maybe gotten on top, but I just, <laughs> I couldn't crack it that day. <laughs> well, and I don't know what the fuck to do to get out of your little grips there. So you know, we just hung out for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was, that's interesting. Especially being like, um, I'm not very strong. So I have to be like, I have to be like tricky and I have to be like, I have to use all the other like mental attributes rather than physical. You know, I have to kind of get ahead of you or I have to kind of move around you a little bit. Um, cause I, very rarely do I muscle through anything. I can't it, it, muscle through anything. <laughs> right. Right. Is the answer to my question about what you should have done there move to something else? I could have. Uh, I think there was a point where I did try to move, take your back. I was playing X guard at the time. I think, I think. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I figured I was not knocking you down like with the Delahiva and do the Baron sure. So I just went straight to the X guard. Uh, yeah, I think there was a point there where I went to go try to take your back, and then you turned into me, and then it turned into a whole different thing. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, moving to something else. Uh, again, if we go back to the trickery, right? If I can. Uh, continue. Well, that's not even trickery. It's just grabbing a different tool in the toolbox and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose, yeah. I don't know. I'm just curious. Uh, any of these like stalemate type things mm-hmm. am- amongst us blue belts and stuff where you, it's like, hmm, I tried the things I know and you tried the things you know and here we are. That, yeah. That interests me because that's where the expansion of knowledge needs to happen, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think also in that moment um, what uh, I was thinking was like, yeah, he's really heavy, you know? And I have to, I'm in a good spot. I have to capitalize on the spot that I'm in. You know, if I start uh, kind of veering too far away from the norm, you know, I could get smashed, and I didn't want to get smashed. So um, I tried to take advantage of where I was, uh, but to... I was I was getting visual, demonstrative visual instructions effectively. The mannerisms were just step your leg back and around and passes, and but I was like, yeah, let's just see what happens here. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, you very well probably could have done that. You very well could have done that. I don't know, man. You flex- you're pretty flexible, right? I do okay. I'm getting less flexible, though. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. You think you could go upside down? Um, That's kind of why I'm curious to try it. Yeah. I, I, I can go, like, if you were to pressure past me, you know, ankles up by the head, mm-hmm. you, you'd, you'd get pretty far with it. Oh, but, sure, But before yeah. I was like, nah, tap just to the pressure. It, it would take a second relative to my size anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just I'm just curious about the the inverting stuff. Just again, I it, it's not like I'm going to go and win tournaments with it. It's mostly just an intellectual curiosity thing. Like, well, let's try that. It, oh, you don't, yeah, you don't sure, see it sure. a lot amongst the heavyweights. I mean, it's no, not, no, no, not a game that your attributes are well suited for for the most part. So sure. cool. Let's have some fun. Let's try some wacky shit. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think I'm not be... going to stop making fun of it. <laughs> just because I'm starting to. I like your I like your know? meme. Uh, the the Baron, what was the uh, Something about the pulling guard or the Baron Bolo stand up and fight like a man or whatever. <laughs> that That's what I always say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, was, that was funny. I like that. Uh, or, or so who was it like somebody banned the Baron Bolo? I don't remember. Yeah. No, it was, uh, that was good. That was good. That was funny. <laughs> I don't remember. At Shirt Ripper 
BJJ. Yeah, go follow Shirt Ripper. <laughs> Stupid. What else? What else? Yeah, what else is there to talk about, man? I don't know. I just do jujitsu a lot, dude. I really like jujitsu. Yeah. I yeah. like it too. Yeah. Yeah. I like to read. To read? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I really like to What do you like to read? What's that got to do with jujitsu? I guess nothing. Oh. Yeah. I got. I, I set a reading goal for this year. I'm going to read 52 books. Yeah, that's wild. Good for you. It's, it's brutal. Hey, have you, have you, are you up to date? Like, I'm are you two or three books ahead. Oh, nice. I've used two audio books. I'm in the middle of the second one right now, I think, or something like that. Sure, sure. So I'm, not, I'm trying not to use too much of that, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's the same, you know, it's a, it's a, pe- people a lot of times do goal setting wrong. They don't put the pressure of the long-term goal on themselves. Yeah, okay. You know, yep, the, the, yep, yep. everybody that would listen to this is like, what are you talking about, bro? It's 10 years to a black belt and I'm on my way. Okay, that's cool. But most people, you know, they'd say, oh, in a year, okay, I want to read six books or something. Well, okay. You can do better than that. Push it. Or they would say, oh, I just want to I just want to read a book by the end of the week or the end of the month. Okay, cool. But like, think bigger because you're going to read that book and then four months later, you wouldn't have read a book. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, so I said, screw it. Let's in this year, I'm going to read a book a week. Yep, yep, yep. And it's it is it's brutal and I think about it on a regular basis and I realize when I'm falling behind and it's pressure. That is a very but good point, yeah. You got to embrace it. You got to go. Yep. I'm just making even more good arguments against my stance on competing in BJJ. <laughs> no, actually what, what what you're what you're saying is getting to me a little bit cuz I uh my reading goal that I made on Goodreads, shout out to Goodreads, great app. Are you on there? Are we connected on there? Uh, I don't No, no we're not. Oh, because wow. I, I, I started one of those way back when it was an app on Facebook, that whole thing way, way back. Oh, yeah. And I started using it again this year, and I love it. Oh, it's great. Oh, it's great. Yeah. I get all my like little book reviews and like all, that, all the pages that are And you just it. see what friends are reading, and you're like, oh, that's cool. I never heard I'm of it. I'm not even connected with I'm anybody check on it out. Well, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. That'd up. be dope. Let's hook up, you and me. Yeah, and you can... Uh, you can what was your, your reading goal or whatever? <laughs> yeah, someone you said six books. <laughs> that was like, it? No, it's less than that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when you said, yeah, six books. Oh, well, you can do better. I was like, ugh, it's five. Yeah. It's five. <laughs> well, no, I mean, it, the goal should be what it is, but the goal... People set goals just south of where they feel pressure a lot of times. That is exactly what I did. You know what I'm saying? That is exactly what You're I did. You're like, I could pull off five. <laughs> part, of me, part of me goes, well, try six. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, get five, and then what? Yeah. You know, and that, that I guess that's the thing with the one, I'm going to read a book this month is then three months go by afterwards, and you haven't read another one. You yes, know? yep. The same kind of thing, you could translate it to powerlifting or BJJ or anything. Is like, oh, I want to do a BJJ tournament. Cool, then what? Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm, know, like, mm-hmm. what's where? how's that land in the bigger picture of things? There's sure. one little single data point goals. Is, it's cute. It's cool. Do it. But then what? Mm-hmm. Start a podcast and publish one every every week. That's well, fucking terrifying, bro. There's pressure. Sure, yeah, no, no, totally. <laughs> this is awesome, by the yeah, way. Like, oh, yeah, you. you're doing awesome. But bro. I mean, like, it it's it. The point of the thing isn't the thing. The point is the process. I guess is kind of the mindset. And what's the process yeah. to go do a jujitsu tournament? Yeah. To read five books. Yeah. I mean, cool. It's not a bad thing, mm-hmm. right? What mm-hmm. what book are you reading? Right now, I'm reading Shoe Dog. Shoe Dog. Shoe Dog. That's it's a, a memoir. Phil Knight's uh, memoir. Yeah, Phil Knight, yeah. Yeah. Why is it called that? I saw it on there. I was like, Shoe Dog. Oh, he's the founder of Nike, right? Huh? Phil Knight? Yeah. Is not the founder of Nike. That's, isn't that uh, uh, 
Bill what's his face from Oregon, the track coach. Oh, uh, Bill uh, no, Bill Bowerman. No, Bowerman, yeah. No, he was he was he, he was he was a part of the original crew. He was like yeah. so when Phil Knight uh, decided started out as Blue Ribbon, was like the sure. original. Yeah, and he got all his shoes from Japan. Uh, yeah, Bowerman yeah. was his coach at Oregon State. Oh, I think. okay, yeah. ducks, and, um, the ducks, right? Yeah, and when he said, um, you know, in the, in the beginning of the book, he talks about how like. You know, when he thought about shoes or when he thought about, you know, Bowerman comes to mind. So he, you know, he immediately recruited Bowerman and told him, like, oh, okay. hey, let's, let's do this thing together. Sure. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, Bowerman is like there. part of the beginning. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't read too much of the book to know where he's at like now. Sure. But why but, shoe dog? Because he's the shoe dog, man. Oh, it's like yeah, like a nickname almost. Like, like a, Maybe. I guess I don't yeah. know. Maybe <laughs> explain it. That's so stupid. It'd be different if it was D-A-W-G. Ugh, shoe dog. Stop it. <laughs> is that the first one of the year? Or did you no, read no, I read I read another book. I read uh, the Wind Up Bird Chronicle. Shout out to Ryan Potterbaum for giving me that book. The Very wind, good book. The Wind Up Bird Chronicle. Exactly, dude. Is this fiction? It's fiction. It's by a guy named uh, Haruki Murakami. This Japanese author. Japan. Super good. Yeah. It's like. Uh, I'll check that one out too. What was that? I'll have to check that one out too. Yeah, it's it's probably the longest book I've read. It is the longest book I've read. It's about six hundred and seven pages. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really good, man. It's like uh, it's like something you've never read before. You know, it's uh, the genres. I think it falls under like magical realism or something. Basically, it's just insane. You know, his his imagination is like crazy. The things that he comes <laughs> up with, and it's 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 really cool though. It's like. Yeah, it's an interesting book. If you get an opportunity and you want to read something completely outside of the norm and you're maybe tired of kind of reading, I feel the same way about music sometimes, you know, kind of gets to sound the same or yeah. books get to be the same. But sure. if you want to like go outside the norm, his books are something to check out. I don't often land in nonfiction. I no, hold on. No, what did I just say? You don't often land in books that are real. I don't often land in fiction. Gotcha, gotcha. I, I, my, I'm so much more stimulated on like learning and knowing real things. You, you know? sound like Ishmael. Every time I try to get Ishmael to read a uh, fiction book, he uh, his response is, uh, "I'm a man of facts," <laughs> and he he says that uh, he has no time for fiction books. Apply that to your television viewing and get back to me. Wait. To Ishmael? Yeah. At Ishmael? Yeah. Oh, because I mean, he likes to watch a lot of fiction. Well, yeah, you watch fiction. I guess, you know, it's a different medium. It takes effort and time or whatever, but, mm -hmm. you know. Also, good luck watching nonfiction. Do they even do that anymore? Everything is a contest. Even, like, History Channel is, like, reality show related Yeah, shit. and anyway. there's a lot of bias, I feel like, too. Well, documentaries. I'm thinking about documentaries. Maybe History Channel is, like, clear-cut what happened in World War Two, but... It used to be. Now I'm saying it's like fluffy, like shows. Like this is kind of sort of uh, exploration of the facts, but it's mostly just entertaining, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever I... read anything about jujitsu? <laughs> like, no, I, never, I mean, no, never. Well, because why would you? It's a visual medium, a physical, physically interactive medium, and we have easy access to video. Why would you read about jujitsu? Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Well, I'm asking you. Don't agree with me. I'm asking you. Is there a reason that I should read about jujitsu? What's the like, reason that you like, should read about yeah, it? Oh, any, yeah. Or anybody like getting into the old texts. So, Jujitsu University is, um, I guess, what Ishmael would say is like the best jujitsu book ever written. Uh, there's there's some books uh, that have been written on like the history of jujitsu and stuff, which sure. I would be interested in reading. Interesting, right? Yeah, exactly. But as far as like talking about jujitsu as like an art, 
uh, Jiu-Jitsu University. But it also has a lot of pictures. So you get to, like, follow along and stuff. And it's like a, a white, to, <laughs> white to black progression, I oh, think. Oh, yeah, like a demonstration. Okay. Yeah, but... Um, what, who, who's that by? I never heard of that one. Uh, Salo Hibero, I think. Oh, he's got that at the gym. Yep, exactly. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah, okay. I don't. I think he took it. I think he might have taken it home. But I've yeah, seen it. I guess. Yeah, he. Yeah, no. He's he's had it on that front table for yeah, for, yeah for a long time. Sure. Yeah, that book's. Like, I think that book's kind of rare now. Like it's hard to find. And if you find it, it's expensive, hmm. from my understanding. And it is not at the gym. I do not think so. No, anymore. I'm saying it's not this valuable book. <laughs> collectible <laughs> book is not at the gym. <laughs> Stupid. Um, what else? jiu-jitsu competing in jiu-jitsu yeah i um you know i i didn't i didn't foresee my life to be like this <laughs> i uh you're 12 bro you're, you're... oh but i mean i think <laughs> i think the pressure to like figure out what you want to do with your life from 18 to 22 is pretty high you know which um, is nonsense bro your brain is not even developed at that dude point. you're like, talking fully... to an immigrant child of indian people dude it is that's that's there's no there's no notion of not knowing what you want. Actually, there's no notion of not fitting into a cookie cutter sort of three potential careers. What were your three, or what was your cookie cutter? What were you supposed to do? Yeah. So number one, what did it include? Dropping out of school to train jujitsu more? Oh my gosh, breaks my dad's heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's bad. So like, yeah, so like the th- you know, it's like the pretty stereotype. You know, people, you know, the stereotypes are true though. It's like you know, being a doctor, being an engineer, yeah. or being like. Um, uh, working in some sort of like corporate setting, sure. basically like prestigious positions, right? Um, in fact, I was talking to my dad recently, and he was saying how like um, it's funny because the doc- being a doctor is like that's like the baseline, like that's what you got to do. And then you know if you say like you know if you become an engineer, it's like oh he's you know somebody in the family is like oh he's an engineer, it's like oh he didn't cut it as a doctor. <laughs> that's like like no lie. That's a you told us. I was like that is insane. Um, so I know no, so much about the world from stand up comedy. And this would obviously is among the things. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 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 So ever... things that are the funniest are the things that are true. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Uh, have you uh, listened to Russell Peters? Yeah. For years, bro. Yeah, dude. He's I and th- the amount that I can relate to that. It was, my my family sits down and watches it. Is he? He's Pakistani. I mean, he's he's Indian. Canadian, right? Is he Indian? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I'm almost they're, positive. He's Indian. They're pretty close. Don't tell my dad that. Geographically. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> So what, you you were supposed to be a doctor, yeah. So if that was not that an engineer. Yeah. So the 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 major that I chose in college was computer science. I remember um, that. Yeah. And I always uh, I've always been like mathematically inclined, right? Um, pretty good at math, and I liked computers, and I kind of had like a kind of like a knack for all the computing stuff, you know. But I didn't like uh, didn't touch my soul, you know, like the way. Jiu-jitsu did, I guess. And uh, when I found jiu-jitsu, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to quit everything else and, and do this. Um, but no, no. The, so the doctor thing was number one, right? I think I knew pretty early on I didn't want to be a doctor. First of all, because, like, uh, my dad still remembers me saying something when I was, like, six. Like, Dad, I want to be around six people all day. You know, that sounds horrible. Uh, <laughs> and he was like – and you actually, he said, he's like, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. To this day, he's like, you know, Shemong said something when he was really young. You know, it's pretty wise. Like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I don't blame you. Um <laughs> But then the next thing was, yeah, being like uh, doing computer science and, you know, g- going to grad school was pretty natural. Um, nobody in my, oh, nobody in my family has anything less than a master's degree. And there are many not, PhDs. Not nobody. 
me. There's one person. Yes, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, any anybody of age to have a master's degree has a master's degree, sure, except for sure, me. Sure. Yeah. So, um, and that was the that was the that was the way it was going to go, you know. Um, and research was pretty interesting to me. I, I was uh, going to do some like undergraduate research and stuff. I had a lot of stuff like kind of mapped out with uh, professors. Um, but um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. Life changes, I guess. Well, and uh, talking with Hayden Buckner from the academy over in Eden Prairie. He's got like the ultimate kind of blue collar jujitsu path. You know, like you'll you'll hear it isn't published as we're talking here, but sure. like you're, you're, it'll you'll totally resonate with with him telling his his story because it was the same kind of thing, just daily grinding, bucking the trend of family expectations and you yeah. know, he's a he's yeah. a successful gym owner and all that now, you know, he just made his way in a non-traditional path through jujitsu. Yep. You know, yep. instead of, you know, master's degrees and cubicles and stuff. Exactly. And, you know, like, uh, I can totally relate to the, like, family pressures. Um, and my, my, my dad, to this day, still thinks I'm just, like, playing a game, you know? Like, I, I'm just, like, playing this game. Like, sooner or later, he'll grow up and focus. Yeah, exactly. So literally, yeah, he thinks I'm just, like, in this, like, uh, in this phase or something. Who knows? Maybe I'm in a phase, right? But I don't think so. In fact, I can tell you honestly, I'm not. But, sure. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, he he has this like uh, perception that I'm like in this phase, and that yeah, he'll ride this out, and then he'll wise up and you know go get a PhD like he was supposed to. But, um, um, and you know, my my mom, I don't really know what my mom thinks. I think my mom just hasn't voiced her opinion on my on my nonsense. Uh, but the one person that uh, I think really, of course, my whole family believes in me and believes in my abilities. Uh, but my brother is very like very supportive of my of my jujitsu. You know, he's he's always been like, yeah, man. Like, if that's what you want, if that's how you want to get after it, that's just get after it. That is that because he wishes he had something like that? Uh no, he very much likes what he's doing. He's he's sure. about to graduate with an MBA, sure. like yeah. another master's. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> another, well, yeah. So and he's yeah, doesn't he, defend against a heel hook. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, watch I don't it. I, watch it. If if it ain't the bolo, I don't I don't want anything to do with it. <laughs> uh, but um. Yeah, and especially especially early on when I um, when I started doing it, you know, I I was like talking about it more, talking about it more, talking about it more. And for you know, my, my my dad was like he was he was cool with it as a hobby, whatever. And then I started you know making references to it being more than that. And then you could just see him like put his glasses back on and go back on the computer screen and work in. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, <laughs> go to your homework. You know, you damn kids. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and trying to trying to get them to understand that like like I can't do what you want me to do. I can, like I can go and but I just I'll start drinking or something, you know, like I I just I just can't do it. My life yeah. will not be meaningful right. to me. Um it it is it, 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 especially in the beginning it was very 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 hard. A lot of like a lot of like tough days, you know, trying to like tell my dad like dad this is like really what I, you know, this is like I love this and I'm not just playing this game, you know, if you saw like what my schedule looked like, or if you saw like the amount of, um, effort that I put into this, you know, in and outside of the gym, maybe you would understand, but you know, if it's, if I'm not doing surgery, dude, he does not want to hear it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, so would it, this is like a two faceted question. Would it soften the blow or sell the brand better 
if you talked about getting to the point where you could be teaching people or own your own gym and stuff. Yeah. So the, the second part of that is, is that the ambition for you? Yeah. So all the, to answer the second part first, yes, sure. that is, yeah. that is the ambition. Yeah, okay. of course. Um, athletically, the ambition obviously is, is to be a champion, but, um, otherwise, like as far as my livelihood is concerned, uh, of course, like teaching and then opening a gym and you know, my, my dad really likes the idea of me opening a gym. He thinks that's super cool. Right. You're yeah. a business owner. Yeah, exactly. Just right. Don't call it a gym. It's a business and then he'll buy the brand. You know? Exactly. And he's, he's, he's always talked about like, you know, starting a business would be very cool. Like, yeah, uh, you know, and having it grow and to, you know, to him, that's like a kind of a prestigious thing, you know, and oftentimes, you know, in the Indian community, that's kind of what, what uh, yeah, you're saying, that's what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. So doctors, um, engineers, CEOs, right. Exactly. Right? So, yeah, he really, he really likes that. He really likes that. But every once in a while, he'll ask me, um, you know, uh, a question like, <laughs> it's, 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 it's almost like, so when, when can you like open it now? Like, are you, can you do it now? Like, when are you a black belt? Like, instead yeah. of when are you doctor, it's when are you black belt, you know? Like, so you right. can do this. And I'm like, dad, it's not like that. You know, it takes so much time. It's like, yeah, you gotta well, like. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Four years in undergrad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Two years in a master's program, mm-hmm. PhD and postdoc. You're on a faster track than yeah, legitimate probably... medical practice, or like roughly close. That's actually I didn't think pitch about it that, it that way. Point. Yeah, talk point. about you know typically eight to twelve years, depending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The only the only issue with that is that um, the certificate, the piece of paper I get at the end, is looked at differently. Does that make sense? So because like, the jujitsu one doesn't have two hundred thousand dollars in student loans attached to it. <laughs> is that what you mean? You got, you got That's the get, way I look at it. Yeah, you got to right? get good at selling this, brother. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Maybe I'm lead. really bad at selling no, it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. No, he just uh, he just doesn't uh, he doesn't get it. my. I think my brother's starting. To, I think he gets it. He believes in me. I know he does. I very much know he does. I think there's a little bit of him that maybe thinks that like. Um, I don't even want to say that. I don't want to think my brother doesn't believe in me. <laughs> I, 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 I know, I know he does. I know he does. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, me and him, uh, are super close. So, you know, I, I tell him, I tell him a lot, you know, about what I'm doing and sure. how it's, uh, how it's going and whatnot. But, uh, the extended family, I don't even know what they think. I haven't talked to the extended family in forever. They'd probably just like, and this is one of those like probably cross cultural things or just me being who I am. Who gives a shit? Yeah, that took a long time. That took well, a long but time. But it doesn't mean it's healthy for you. It depends on your family dynamic and whatever. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, I struggled for the longest time with like trying to. I would. I remember I asked my brothers all the time. I was like, "How do I get dad to like, like get on board? You know, like how do I get to do what I want to do with my life and also have dad like accept it and be proud of it and like be like, yeah, my son did this." And he's like, "Dude, you can't like." You can't have it all, man. <laughs> like not even winning, like not even being the champ. I think he'd be really happy and he'd be like, yeah, that's really cool. And But PhD or GTFO, bro. Yeah, that's kind of the, it's kind yeah. of the, the thing. Um, <laughs> so it took a really long time for me to be like, yeah, at the end of the day, this is my life. And if they, they don't, um, you know, maybe, maybe they don't have to understand it, but they kind of have to accept it, right? And they I'm will sure. eventually. I mean, that's just yeah. the way. It's not going to be a rift. You know, it's not going to be the No, the no, no. Yeah, yeah. They're no, not going to disown me or anything. Serious, no, so. exactly. Yeah, they still love me, of course, and I love them very much. Um, yeah, it's just maybe some of the decisions that I make, they haven't been very... I think most of my life, the decisions that I've made have always been kind of like, <laughs> what is this kid doing? You're the black sheep. Oh, my gosh. Always been the black sheep from, like... 
from kindergarten. I can tell you things from kindergarten up until now. It's just like, what is Siobhan? Like, where did we go wrong here? <laughs> uh, when are you going to compete again? When's the next one? Uh, April 10th, Charleston. Charleston. Yeah. And then uh, again, Houston a week later. And then Nogi Pans the month later. Where's Pans? Florida this year? Uh, Nogi Pans is in Dallas. It's in Texas. Oh, somewhere. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I think I knew that. Pans isn't until September, I don't think. You doing anything local? Um, yeah, so I think I actually missed a couple local ones. I missed the Wisconsin one that happened recently. I think I was just wrapped up in what I was doing in the gym to kind of, and I was kind of setting my sights on the bigger, bigger tournaments. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so, oh, yeah, there is the Tap Cancer Out that's center kind of, for that. That's kind of where I was going. Oh, you are? Is that where you were going with that? that? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just because it's a charitable thing, so let's pimp it. Let's, you know, no, draw, no, draw for sure. No. Heck yeah. Yeah, totally. You are signed up for that one? I am signed up. Oh, I signed cool. up like, like a month ago or something. Yeah, good. Um, what I want to do, because I got a hold of them to take photos for the event, and what I want to do is if anybody wants to buy a photo package of them specifically. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to donate a certain amount of what you pay for that package. That's super cool, dude. To the event. That's super yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It should be fun. I'm going to be there anyway. Yeah, sure. So let's draw even a little bit more attention and get a yeah. little more revenue to the organization. So Yeah, good for you, man. Yeah, that's super cool. So if you want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can pay me. Yeah, yeah. For some photos. Yeah. And like you said, it's going to, you know, a lot of it's going to cause or whatever. So as far as you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as far as I'm, yeah. <laughs> when, when is that one again? Hold on. That June May? 10th or something. Early June, I think. It's June. Okay. I yeah. got mixed up with another one. Yeah. It's kind of, it's, that's kind of far yeah, out. Yeah. It's a ways out. Yeah. 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 So I, um. Anybody else doing that one that we know about? No. No. Not that I know about, actually. Hmm. Yeah. That's a. I mean, the poster's up in M Theory. Yeah. They have the poster up. And, and they, they got them at other gyms, it. too. Yeah. Oh, do they? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a cool one for everyone to do. You know, you get everyone to kind of, kind of melding those things together. You're doing something good for the community and for this horrible, horrible thing like cancer. Yeah. And also getting into jujitsu. It's, it's the same thing with the We Defy thing. I think that's the thing with powerlifting meets. There's, there's a couple of meets that I got everybody involved in in the area that are big charitable things. Same thing. You know, there's one or two a year of jujitsu things that are a charitable thing. What the fuck is the point of doing a tournament or a powerlifting meet or whatever else where it's not attached to a charitable thing? Like two $2 of all spectator entry goes to such and such. Or if yeah, you want, yeah. when you're here, hey, there's a bucket, throw some cash. Like, sure, we're sure. all here. We're all doing this thing. You know, yeah, might, yeah. might as well bring in a cause and make yeah. it like Put actually the world. worth it to the world, so yeah, to speak, yeah. you know? Totally, so totally. I'm I'm down for both of them, those organizations and any event that they got going on. So Yeah, that would be that would be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. Maybe you can be that guy that brings it up. Be like, hey, it why don't we help makes people out? every gathering of large people, if that's ever legal again, like, <laughs> makes that worthwhile to the universe. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. The the huge majority You of, can be that guy. You, you can know, be that guy. It draws some attention to it anyway. The huge majority of powerlifting meets I've ever been at were for no other purpose than lifting a heavy weight. Which is cool. I'm in. I'm totally in. Same thing with jujitsu. I'm in. Let's go. But why not also? But like, here we all are. Everybody got two bucks in your pocket. Yeah, yeah. That could be a make or break thing for this or that organization. It seems so silly. Sure, yeah. It seems like a simple idea to have these events be attached to something good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, that's actually kind of uh, convicting because I, I think about it and I don't. I can't remember the last time I did a 
like a charitable. Oh, I guess tap cancer out, but that, that's you know that's coming up in June. I can't remember the last time I did a charitable thing for an organization. We Defy, maybe. Yeah, I guess I did some stuff with them. I was an ambassador for a little bit. You're not anymore. I'm not anymore. No, oh. I'm not anymore. Uh, I just did not. I felt bad because I like signed the paper and I yeah. only did a couple events. I didn't yeah. do much. Um, it was cool. I, I ran like a, I ran like an open mat. I ran like a thing, you know, booth at the open mat at Rio one time a while back. Uh, the Brujitsu booth, I helped run that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's really about it. So I really did a couple of things. Well, but you know, you can only do what you can do, but you did more than most. I suppose. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. More than me, <laughs> technically. Yeah, no, that was cool though. That was uh, that was really cool. I know, uh, I know TJ does a super. He's like the national something. president, something. Yeah, we'll find out tomorrow, hopefully. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're recording with him coming yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to TJ, man. Well, that's what I wanted to talk to you about. Was I'm a blue belt. You're a blue belt. I'm an old man. I don't want to compete. You're a young man. All you want to do is compete. That's why I think it'll be an interesting little conversation. So yeah, yeah, we covered and- that. Mhm. Mhm. Oh yeah. <laughs> what? It's too bad. You should do like a thing where you like record it. You know the video. <laughs> I'm going to. Oh, you are. Okay, it's, cool. It's cool. on the to do list. Yeah. Okay, yeah. but when you edit it, can you like, can you like make it seamlessly play like all this weird crap that's going yeah, on yeah. that people don't see? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's all deliberate. Um. Yeah, you know, I uh, I used to say like, I used to say like, man, one day I'm gonna get on the Joe Rogan podcast. That would be like the greatest thing. This is the greatest thing. Getting on the Matt Browse <laughs> podcast. This is way better. Why? Why would you think you'd get on the Joe Rogan podcast? I don't know, man. We all have dreams. Just because it's like being on TV. Back in the <laughs> I, it was it was just a joke, more. Well, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not a, he's not a big fan of the of the ghee. So, and I'm a very big fan of the ghee. Whoa. Still, what I'm saying, still a jujitsu guy. You can still talk about some. Jiu-jitsu. Yeah, but he'll never have like Levi Jones on his podcast. Nothing against Joe Rogan. I love Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's awesome. Um, you don't think so? Oh no, just because because Nogi is more closely tied to MMA, and that's kind of like his realm of things. So people like Gio Martinez and people like Gary Tone and Gordon Ryan, those guys are a little bit more in his realm versus anybody anybody high level gi jujitsu person transferred over to MMA stuff. Bushesha, he did, he did, he did uh, a lot of gi stuff, right? Yeah, the who's who's the guy that just got? Oh yeah, he fights in the UFC. Can't remember his name. He just got beat by Kainan Duarte at who's number one? Maybe like a yeah. couple months ago. Can't remember his name. How am I forgetting his name? But yeah, no, he um he's a high level gi competitor and he uh, went to MMA and obviously well, he fights then in the UFC. There you go. That's the end. But know? that's but yeah, but that's the thing though. It's like now that he's in that realm, he'll get on the podcast. Yeah, or could. Yeah. Yeah, not not that I, I would mean. ever get on that podcast. Yeah, I just no, want to yeah. throw that out there. But yeah. I see what you're saying, that like he's clearly not a big gi jiu-jitsu fan in and of itself, and that's not the main feeder of bodies to MMA, so it's not on his radar for that program. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And he's a Eddie Bravo black belt too, right? So that's like all no gi. Yeah, but he was a Machado black belt before that, wasn't he? Well, Eddie Bravo is under... Machado, but I mean, did he, before he was at I think. at a school or a gym or under an ideology that never wore geese, he wore geese. Yeah, you know, he knows how to spell it. He has one somewhere. He did some geese. I've seen pictures know. of him in the geese. Yeah. It can't be like totally off the radar. I guess I don't know. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, maybe it's just like not his jam, you know? I mean, like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Regardless, Joe Rogan is cool, though. He has a really cool, interesting guest. Um, I can't I can't finish all of his podcasts. The podcasts are so long. I just don't have the attention span. Yeah, you don't want to record really long podcasts. That's not the way to do it. Oh, really? Wait, oh. Okay. I just posted a four-hour podcast. Oh, you are. Right, yes, <laughs> you can't do that because I'll believe you. I will believe anything you tell me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> way too gullible. Are you, okay, I'm going to make this the last question. This is the most important. Sure. Because you like to compete a lot. You're, yeah. You're in it. You're doing jujitsu. Like, I'm mm-hmm. doing jujitsu, but you're doing jujitsu. Yeah. Has growing the beard improved your jujitsu game? Yes. I yeah. almost forgot. I almost forgot. So, what? it started with the mustache. Started with the mustache. As they maybe glory. should, arguably. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, bro. My balance just got, like, better all of a sudden. Like, I was just like, yeah, dude. <laughs> the guard passing was legit, dude. It, the guard passing was all right pre-mustache. When I started growing the mustache, everything just equalized. Sure. And then as the facial sure. hair grew on the rest of my face, yeah. dude, so did like my ability to do jujitsu. As it fills in and, and gets longer though, you, do you feel like you're gonna be inverting less and trying to pressure pass more? Inverting more. That see doesn't seem right to me. Why? Well, I I mean I've met with the beard council. <laughs> On the topic of jujitsu, and I feel like that's not bearded jujitsu. What is it? Is bearded jujitsu pressure passing? Just meathead. And <laughs> then again, let's actually look at jujitsu guys with beards, like high level ones. Like what's his name with the the boogeyman? He's got a big long beard. Or he used to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the really big long one. They're probably not exactly meatheads. Their stuff is a lot of like going upside down. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I I was doing a whole bit there and then I started thinking about the actual actual guys and realized I'm talking some shit. The longer the beard gets, the more upside down I'm going to be. Well, that's culturally disappointing. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm going to start working on it. Yes, yes, yes. It's going to be awesome. You're going to be taking backs like nobody's business. Or coming up on a leg drag. Don't forget the leg drag. Don't get greedy. Leg drag? Yeah, leg drag, bro. No, I mean, you turtle, and then you give them your back, but you get out of it, and you get to half guard. What is Probably with a knee shield. I, I have, I do not mess with half guard. And then you get a sweep, get to mount. And then it's all done from there, brother. This this this, this sounds like the generic bearded jujitsu that yeah, I just cannot be a part of. This is some old school blue collar stuff. <laughs> yeah, half guard is like a blue collar guard. That's funny. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I guess I don't know. Uh, and then yeah, from mount, it's all arm locks because we big out here. You know, play that big guy game and just Heck control yeah, your yeah. arm. If you get squirrely, we go for that bow and arrow choke. Yeah, bro. I'll let you get out, but I'll do it with a grip and grab that knee or whatever. Yeah. Does your beard ever get caught? Like all the time, dude. I'm not excited for that. I'm gonna keep it tamed though. I don't want that. It yeah. already rubs against my face and it yeah. hurts. Not a fan of well, that. Well, and then just somebody grabbing at a collar when they got your back. Getting a whole yeah. band of hair. Yeah, and... Lucas just shaved his way down because he was just sick of it. <sighs> yeah. You know. I've noticed going upside down, like spinning upside down is harder when my hair was longer. Obviously. I mean that doesn't really make sense. So does, um, it, does that make sense? Why would that be harder? Oh, um, I because there's more friction. Oh, just 
getting caught. I oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I used yeah, to yeah. wet my hair before training so that it would slick a little bit better. I noticed that before, like, I knew you terribly well. I was like, what's the deal, this guy? Yeah, dude, got to keep yeah. your hair wet, dude. That way it slips around a little bit easier. You oh, Wait, were you the one that would lotion up right before? Yes, bro, you have to. You have <laughs> to for two reasons. First of all, this brown skin cannot handle this cold weather, and sure. my skin cracks and gets gross and ashy. Oh, neither can this pink skin. So, <laughs> <yeah>. Let's... <laughs> What's but, the other reason? Um, yeah, bro, you got to moisturize. Moisturizing is important. But to be like a slippery little weasel on the mat, though, is what you... Yeah, well, uh, Zach Jeffrey, actually. <laughs> he was uh, demonstrating on me. I can't remember what it was. Oh, yeah, co- he was doing some sort of takedown. He gets a collar tie, right, in front of the whole class. <laughs> and he, he was, I think he was legitimately angry because <laughs> he knows I do this. So he's like saying, yeah, and then, you know, you get a collar tie, and he you know grabs the collar, and he's like... You get to college. I very seamlessly into him saying this. He's like, yeah, and Shabong put lotion all over his dang body again or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah. I think he was actually a little upset. Yeah, probably. Yeah. He's got those monkey paws. That guy is so, so like, strong. So like, yeah, when it doesn't cling the way it normally clings, he's probably like, you cheating. <laughs> Zach is a great guy, though. I love Zach. I have said this before, and I'll say it again, that Zach is the epitome of how people should treat other people. I can give you an example of that. Every time I've ever messaged Zach, even about this project coming on the podcast, because he's an interesting guy. Yeah, that would be awesome. The only thing he ever responds with is a gif of Anton Chigurh from No Country for Old Men. Remember that? I've never seen it. What's the most you ever lost on a coin toss? And it's completely on par for how spooky and intimidating Zach Jeffrey is because it's one of the spookiest, most intimidating evil characters in a movie. In the movie yeah. That's the only, only thing he ever says. So yeah, good guy. Very good. <laughs> Every once in a while he'll get really serious, you know, like he'll say something, he'll get really serious and he'll be like, yeah, you know, that's not, that's not very nice, man. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you're right, actually. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that or say, you know, something. Uh, yeah, he's a good dude, man. He's a good dude. Shavong, who should do jujitsu? My dad. So your he dad should get off ju- my back. Yeah. Or get, <laughs> or get on your back. Or get on my yeah. back. Yeah, you know where to find me, Dad. <laughs> who uh, should do jujitsu? A real, yeah. uh, real question. I think everyone should do jujitsu, yeah, man. I think that's probably right in some yeah. some capacity or other. Yes, right? totally. You know, people say like, you know, like uh, my roommate's girlfriend uh, will say like, "Oh, she's not for me." Like, dude, jujitsu is for everybody, man. You can pick how hard you should. Because people, because a lot of, I, I'm kind of a crappy representative for the sport in a way because I like, I like to train hard. I like to compete, you know. So they see me come home with like, you know, just like a bashed up face and like ears look, looking like, you know, whatever, minced meat, you know. And uh, they're like, I don't want this to happen to me. I'm like, yeah, but it doesn't have to. This is just the way that I do it. You can just, you can take it in a completely di- different direction. You can train as light as you want to, you know. And it's like, it's the best, man. You get to learn self-defense. You get to get, you know, be fit. And the community is amazing, you know. That's like the point of it, too, is like, you know, the culture that's built around the sport is so, is so particular, right? Well, and even just the room of people that you end up getting to know. Like, without thinking of the grand scheme culture, just sure yep, the yep. half a dozen to a dozen people you're going to get to know and relationships you're going to develop you know exactly across your exactly. one year of training or whatever exactly yeah and they're all kind of there with you and they kind of um understand everything that you're going through you know especially if they're a little bit higher belt you know so they can it's a it's a very encouraging process it can be a very encouraging process it is at m3 at least it is everywhere i've gone 
Uh, it isn't everywhere I've gone to. You actually. know, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Shivang, do you want to call somebody out at the end of this here? Yeah, actually, I would like to uh, thank Ishmael for everything he's ever done for me. Everything, dude is the best for sure. I'm not gonna call anybody out. I'm not yeah, I was gonna say it's not a call out, bro. Nah, I'm, I'm calling him out, saying thanks. <laughs> okay, thanks, man. All right, man, we're gonna do this again. Oh yeah, let's do it. Yeah, but we're done right now. Sure. Thanks, bro. Yeah, thank you, man. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Very grateful.